0: This is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of August 21st. The theme of this week is discernment, and I love this quote that says, discernment is the ability to see things for what they really are and not what you would like them to be. The author is unknown, but it's perfect for this week. There are three big things I want you to think about this week. The first is that Mercury entered its pre-retrograde shadow yesterday. And we've talked about retrogrades before. They are a phenomenon when a planet appears to move backwards in the sky. Now, it does not actually move backwards. It is an optical illusion based on the distance from Earth but it's a well-known phenomena. And most people are familiar with Mercury retrograde. It's notorious for miscommunication and transit mishaps and missing meetings and all sorts of things and technology glitches. So we'll talk more about it when we get to the actual period. The actual period is September 9th through October 2nd. But We are in a phase where Mercury will tread over the ground. It's on now again. So the official retrograde starts at 9 degrees of Libra, and it will move back to 24 degrees of Virgo, or I should say appear to move back to 24 degrees of Virgo. And we hit that 24 degrees of Virgo yesterday. So, things that happened over the next couple of weeks will potentially become up for revision or revisiting or reviewing. So, really beware of gossip or being overly critical because Mercury and Virgo can really be a little harsh on the shadow side with its commentary. And make sure you notice the details of what you're doing. The mercury shade and actual retrograde periods are not the greatest time to sign really important documents because mistakes can be revealed later. So just as you're working, just take extra care to review things carefully and check the details, which is great for Mercury and Virgo. Virgo is really known for being detail-oriented. So keep that in mind as we move through the rest of the month, and September is the big one for this retrograde period. The next thing I want to make you aware of is that the Sun will be conjunct the Royal Fixed Star Regulus this week. It's the most royal of the fixed stars. It's associated with queens and kings. It's the heart of the lion. It's been at 29 degrees of Leo for most of our lifetime, and it's been in Leo for centuries. And that also has to do with its association with royalty. It recently moved into Virgo about 10 years ago, but it's really associated with the zodiac sign of Leo. And these fixed stars of Persia can give people who have them conjunct a prominent planet or point in their chart can exude their essence. These stars are amplifiers of the energy of the planet. And Regulus can give great benefits like success, honor, wealth, great power, pride, leadership. Military honors is another thing that can come with this fixed star. But each of these four royal fixed stars have a nemesis. And so to great things that people are given, there's also a potential downfall. And for Regulus, the nemesis is revenge. And people who are vengeful, who have been given gifts by this fixed star, they can lead to a sudden downfall. Bernadette Brady writes extensively about this. And each of these fixed stars are associated with one of the archangels, uh, like the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And this one is Archangel Raphael. So see if you notice in the news talk about Raphaels this week. Now, the Astrology King also talks about this star. Astrology King is an amazing website that goes into great detail about the fixed star. So, on the shadow side, it can give violence, destructiveness, military honor, but of short duration with ultimate failure, imprisonment, and violent death. And the reason I bring this up is because Donald Trump has been in the news again recently because of. The FBI executing a warrant on his estate, Mar-a-Lago, in order to get back classified and top secret documents. And he has his ascendant exactly conjunct Regulus at 29 degrees of Leo. And I talk a lot about how that 29th degree is karmic. It like holds all the energy and you can really see within him how he is Leo, Leo, Leo. He also has his Mars at 26 degrees of Leo and Mars is how we take action. I mean, he's got to be the most prideful, boastful person potentially who's ever lived constantly talking about how he is the greatest. I mean, maybe Muhammad Ali, (laughs) but Muhammad Ali actually was the greatest. Anyway, I digress. But the sun puts a spotlight on things. It's going to be spotlighting his ascendant. And last week at the last quarter moon really connects in with his points that are on Regulus because the moon, we had a last quarter moon when the sun was at 26 degrees of Leo on his Mars and squaring the moon at 26 degrees of Taurus on the other fixed star. I love talking about Algol, which is the beheading star. And Mars and Taurus was at 29 degrees of Taurus at that lunation, squaring his ascendant. Mars severs and separates. So it'll be really interesting to see if things come up with him this week because the asteroid Vesta is on 29 degrees of Aquarius, so exactly opposite Regulus and opposite the sun being on Regulus. So Vesta is an asteroid that deals with the hearth but also family. And there's been rumors that whoever alerted the FBI to the documents that he was keeping in his possession was someone from the inside. So it would be really interesting with this opposition if news came out about one of his family members cutting a deal or something like that. We shall see. I mean, it probably, (laughs) it may or may not happen, but... Yeah, just notice if you see stories about, you know, him, there's a lot of people who have Regulus prominent, such as Gavin Newsom, who also is looking like he wants to be president. His Jupiter is on Regulus. But Donald Trump is a great example of this fixed star, of someone who had a short term duration of military honors. He was the head of you know, the head of the United States military, while he was president for one term. But there was the ultimate failure of losing the second election, as well as losing his Twitter account, which probably hurt him more emotionally than losing the election. He loved giving his opinions on that thing. But imprisonment, you know, there's talk that maybe there is like real crimes and wrongdooming that could lead to his being in prison. So we'll see if anything comes up. He's like Teflon Don, so who knows? We shall see. But I just think it's interesting the astrology of this time. I've talked about it on my Instagram live. So you can go and listen to the Celestial Insights, the last episode or two if you're interested in hearing more about how the events of this month have aligned with his astrology. The last thing I wanted to make you aware of is that Virgo season starts tomorrow at 8.15 p.m. Pacific time. So the sun will move into Virgo. Virgo is an earth sign and it's mutable energy. So it's the last month of the summer season while the sun is here in Virgo. And it's a beautiful sign that is known for bringing order to chaos. There really is this ability with people who have strong Virgo energy, who have the gift of sorting and organizing things. The ability to separate the wheat from the chaff. Virgo rules the intestines. It's a great time to focus on health, to maybe eat cleaner or add routines and rituals that improve your well being. Consider decluttering or getting your taxes together. Virgo energy is the chop wood, carry water energy where you can really just get mundane tasks done. And make your rituals sacred as you do them, whether it's cleaning or decluttering or whatever. So think about that. Now, there's something we have to be careful of with Virgo energy is being overly critical or perfectionistic. I myself know of what I speak. My south node is in the sign of Virgo. And so our south node can hold our defaults, you know, the shadow side energies that we have to watch out for. So I really have to watch out for that. And I really noticed last year, especially during Virgo season, I was just like really feeling unhappy about my weight. It was creeping up, you know, in this pandemic and, you know. I had been doing really well, but then not so well. So anyway, I just got to the point where I just absolutely had to do something about it. And so I did this Prolon 5-Day Fast Mimicking Diet, which changed my life. I've lost 20 pounds since doing it, and I so recommend it. So there'll be a link in the bio if you want to check it out. It's just this amazing reset of your system. It's just five days and they've done clinical trials where you can do it once a month for three months. And it just like changed my life. The first time I did it, I lost eight pounds. And then I just continued to lose weight going on from there. And yeah, it just has changed my life. So I like sharing it with people. And I actually am an affiliate. So if you click the link and you you want to try it, it's a wonderful thing to do for Virgo season. And we're going to have a new moon in Virgo on Saturday, august 27th at 1 16 a.m pacific time it will be at four virgo and it will square mars at four gemini so there is this really activating energy at this full moon for you to take steps to make changes big changes in your life and start new healthy habits. You can be really discerning. Virgo is very discerning about what you're eating or what you're doing, the rituals that you undertake. So consider that. I mean, you don't have to, of course, do prolon, but consider adding in routines and rituals that improve your health and just make your life easier and smoother. Maybe you just want to recondo your house or something like that. Now, in Virgin Season, we really also need to watch out for anxiety, especially with that activation by Mars and Gemini. So, you really want to focus on staying on task if you can, being discerning about what you put efforts into, and yeah, just not getting too, too distracted. Also, I will be having four free Moon Mastery webinars where You can come and join me on Zoom, and I will teach a topic about the moon or something related to the moon. And then at the end of these, I do hot takes on participants' charts. So you bring your birth time, and I pull people up, and they may have a question, or I'll tell them what I see in their charts about the astrology. So there'll be a link in the show notes, or you can just go to astrologybyceleste.com and go to the events page and sign up. But these are fun, they're free, and they're interactive. You can ask questions. And I would really love to see people face-to-face because building community is one of the things I love to do. I have five planets in the 11th house of groups and associations. So I hope to see you there. On Sunday, the word of the day is de-stress. We start this week with the moon in Gemini, and it is out of bounds until Thursday. So when the moon is out of bounds, people, because people are ruled by the moon, the moon rules our moods, may be a little bit agitated. It takes on a Uranian flavor when a planet is out of bounds, and so Yeah, just do what you can to calm down your nervous system. Mars just went into Gemini yesterday, so you may feel a little more stimulated in terms of that nervous energy. So just take care of yourself. The moon will enter Cancer at 5.28 p.m. Pacific time. See if you notice a shift. Gemini is an air sign. Cancer is a water sign. People may start getting quieter when the moon moves into Cancer. It's a wonderful day to take a bath if it's or a cold shower maybe if you're somewhere where there is a heat wave. But practice some self-care on Monday. Really take advantage of the calming energy in the skies and relax. On Monday, the word of the day is synergy. So this is when we can have two things that combine that are greater than their parts. So it's a wonderful day for a collaboration. Venus, the planet of love, harmony, and beauty, is in a quintile with Mars, the planet of action. And Venus is in a fire sign of Leo. Mars is in an air sign of Gemini. And air and fire together can be an idea factory. And quintiles are grace notes where two planets and different signs like come together and can just harmonize and synergize the energy in unique ways. So great time to brainstorm or collaborate with someone else or just even in your own mind, you may come up with some great ideas. Venus is also going to conjunct the asteroid series about nurturing, so you may find yourself feeling a little nostalgic or wanting to connect with your mother or motherly figure, so do so. If your mother has passed on, you can just send her some love notes in your mind or write them down for her. The sun will enter Virgo at 8.15 p.m. Pacific Time, beginning Virgo season. On Tuesday, the word of the day is composure. I really would like you to keep yourself together if you get frustrated. The sun will be Sesquite Square Chiron, the wounded healer, so this can bring up some feelings of you know, hurt feelings. And then with the sun in Virgo, wanting to be critical of someone. And yeah, Venus is parallel Uranus. So this can be a break. Venus is about harmony and relationships and Uranus can break things. So there can be a difficult snap in relationships if you're not careful, especially since the moon will oppose Pluto, the planet of power. So power struggles could lead to relationship breakdown. So just keep that in mind and try to let things roll off your back. On Wednesday, the word of the day is frazzled. Now the moon enters Leo at 6.09 a.m. Pacific time. This is fiery energy. So This can get you really pumped up. I recommend when the moon is in fire to get some extra exercise or activity to use the fire wisely. Now, Uranus will station to go retrograde at 18, almost 19 degrees Taurus until January 22nd. It will go direct at 14 Taurus. So these outer planet retrogrades happen every year. They stay retrograde for about four months. Yeah, so the 5 days before, 5 days after can be where we most feel it. So some people may feel especially frazzled around this day or around this week. So what it's another reason why it's so important to be discerning about what you focus on, what you give your attention to, what you say in response to other people's actions and all of that sort of thing. So you might notice some electronic glitches And things like that or schedule mix up some Uranus going retrograde can have that Mercury retrograde feel. And since we're in the pre-shadow, it'll be interesting to see if there are any like big outages or anything on this day or during this week. On Thursday, the word of the day is flirtatious. It's a goddess day. And a goddess day is a day it happens once a month when the moon will conjunct Venus. And the moon and Venus embody the feminine energies. They're the two planets that are feminine. And the moon nurtures and Venus sweetens and loves. And this is happening at 4.50 p.m. Pacific time. They're both in Leo. So this brings a fun and fabulosity to it. And especially why it's flirtatious, because it's this yang outgoing energy. So if you're single, flirt with a stranger. If you're not, flirt with your partner. It's a really good day to be really light and flirty because Mercury, the planet of communication, will enter Libra at 6.02 p.m. Pacific time and it'll stay in Libra until September 23rd when in its retrograde phase, it backs back in to Virgo. But Libra is a sign ruled by Venus. So having the goddess day on the same day that Mercury enters the sign of Libra. In fact, I'd make it a date night if I were you. If you have a partner, go out. Or if you're single and you're like, oh, should I try a dating website or something? That could be a great day to sign up for it. Yes, yes. Although with Uranus retrograde, that's okay. Uranus retrograde doesn't bother me. Hopefully that won't be famous last words. On Friday, the word of the day is efficiency. Now, the moon will be void most of the day until it enters Virgo at 524 p.m. Pacific time. And so with a void moon, the moon is not working and neither should you, is what my one of my mentors, Anne Ortley, always says, and I love that. So you should take it a little easy on this day, not that you have to take the whole day off, but you know, really use your energy wisely to like clean up loose ends. We're in the balsamic phase of the moon cycle. So you really should not be pushing yourself too hard. So just be really efficient. The sun in Virgo is approaching its square to Mars and it will be exact on this day. So you may feel like an internal push to like take action. But keep yourself steady, be efficient, and focus on tasks that just need cleaning up rather than starting anything new. It's not recommended to start things new in the void moon unless you want them to stay the same. So new projects is not something you want to start at this time or on this day. On Saturday, the word of the day is vitality. So we have a new moon in Virgo at 4 degrees Virgo at 1.16 a.m. Pacific time. So I really want you to think about what I talked about at the top of the episode about setting intentions that help bring order to chaos in your life, whether it's about your health or your routines and rituals, if it's about getting more sleep Something to improve your vitality should be on your list of intentions. And you can go to my website. I have a free guide called Setting Intentions with the Moon Cycles that you can download. And it will help you with keeping track of your intentions with worksheets. It will help you keep your intentions straight. Now, Venus is contra-parallel Saturn on this day, so that's like an opposition, and Venus is about, you know, satisfying our desires and getting what we want and sweetening ourselves by either eating chocolate or bringing sweetness to ourselves, and Saturn is disciplined. So it's a really wonderful day to start a new plan, whether you want to go on a diet or, yeah, just do something that's healthier for yourself on this day. So I hope you notice this week is a lot calmer. The energy is a lot calmer than previous weeks. So hopefully it will be more smooth for many people. The big thing is Uranus stationing could bring some chaos, but let's hope not. And yes, please sign up if you're so inclined to my free webinars. They're going to be fantastic and fun and interactive. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrology by Celeste.com with any astrology and action stories about any of the topics I discussed or fixed stars or the new moon or what have you. Or let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care, and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show, follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week.